Welcome to Success at Scale with Triple G Ventures. A lot of people say, hey, you know, uh, we don't need to do the strategy. Let's just go get the sales. Let's just go introduce the product. You know, let's just, let's skip that part. You know, um, is that something you've seen? You know, we engage like, like any business in, in terms of our service and our customers and the relationships we have. We engage with, with a certain type of company and certain, certain, sometimes we find that perfect chemistry of a working relationship. And I would hazard a guess that one of the reasons for that is that those companies value and recognize the piece that we enjoy and the piece that we're good at, which is seeing the fit and thinking about strategy and vision. And the more transactional a business is and the less uh, connected with its own vision and purpose and why, that probably is reflected in in their recruitment brand on their attitude to to hiring and and building teams. And if if that, that means that, when they come to work with us or talk with us, that it's a much more of a sort of, they're looking for a much more of a transactional service. Hey, we need 15 resumes by tomorrow. You know, right. we will say to them, that's not us. You know, that that's not what we do. You know, you can find that in a lot of places, but we're not going to give you value because that doesn't, that doesn't really represent what we do and what we're good at. Honestly, that's what I've loved about Interfacio over the years. Mm-hmm. Many of the first questions out of your mouth will usually be something along the lines of like, okay, well, what's the strategy? What are you really trying to do? What's the end game? You have like a list of questions. You probably don't even know that they come out, but they naturally come out. And and those are the questions that distinguishes, I think, you, distinguishes your company. And, and it's like, it's really, you know, it's meaningful to a business. It's not just like, here's some resumes to your point. It's much more about that, that purpose and how, how it's really going to scale or, or grow a business or solve the problem, whatever it might so be. To me, that's, that's what I love about interface. You're not to give you a little plug, but I'll give you a little plug. It, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of you to say, and I, th- and I think the only thing to say about that is that genuinely in our business and with our team of, of, of uh, recruiters, consultants, call us what you will, it, it, it does come naturally. You know, it's, it's how we function. It's how we do what we do. It's not something we have to sort of script and teach ourselves and remind ourselves to do. It's why we're doing it and we enjoy doing it, but it's critical that we have that piece in the mix because otherwise we don't particularly add value and we don't particularly um, not just enjoy it, but we can't be effective if we don't dial into those aspects of the of, of the interaction and the dynamic. I saw this article on the cover of uh, the Harvard Business Review talking about uh, working from anywhere and what that you know work from anywhere future will be. What do you think the future of, of work looks like? I mean, nobody has a crystal ball, but what do you think? No, I was listening to the radio and they were talking about not, not work and home working, but, but um, interaction of families in, in this difficult time and how hard it is to, when you're disconnected. They were talking about that family unit where there was a father and a son living at home and there was a daughter who was at university and and, and they were talking to a professional uh, you know they were a, a therapist or a counselor or a, or a medical professional but they were talking about it and, and they said the thing is you know yes they can talk on zoom yes they can have a call and see each other and they can't give each other a hug you know and and, and that was really interesting because i, I think we are all doing incredibly with this, you know, remote working and, 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 and video calls and working in Teams or Zoom and massive amount of interesting productivity. Sometimes people are really thriving in, in that world, partly because they've got, you know, different freedoms and they've got also got real purpose to make sure that whatever they're doing is, is efficient and they're spending using their time. Still, you know, yes, it's been yeah. going on forever and we're all finding it really tough, but it's still only, what, nine months or less since this whole thing started. 
and there's been an element of novelty and an element of sort of honeymoon period and then I think there's an element of getting worn down by it yeah. but I, I went on my first business trip for six months the other day I traveled in the UK I stayed overnight I had a meeting and it was kind of surreal it was an interesting experience but that point about you can't give someone a hug you know you get a lot of energy when you get people together and you just get interaction so so i think there's going to be a, a new formula and a hybrid where where home working and remote flexibility is much more normal and much more embraced and obviously the tools and the systems are coming up you know rapidly in terms of advancements to make it better and easier and slicker but the 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 bit that you know, creates the real magic at the heart of a business or a plan or a dream. It's still hard to get that remotely. I mean, it, we're looking at innovating some new pieces in our business, which is very much part of closely related to the future of what work looks like. And, and uh, it's more around the coaching uh, support side than it is around recruitment. But it's coaching, supporting people who are in transition, who've maybe lost their job and looking to reset their own career purpose. Um, and we had a perfect example of a creative you know process in our business a bit of a brainstorm a little look at that and um isabel who's been in the business for um what eight years now um you know isabel isabel and i married isabel and i met through the industry um we don't spend every day together in the business but but that piece we could have talked about that on the phone or in a video call or or, or at home but we didn't we actually went out physically away from everything else in a field literally but together face to face and we just absolutely went through you know the 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 creative brainstorm process and we'd never have done that if she'd been in her office at home and i'd been sitting here and we'd be doing a a, a zoom call together or we we try to get people together a little bit at the moment when we can in the office and we get do still get little sparks of you know achievement and innovation in a way that we don't quite in the same way when we're remote so i think it's it's a difficult one you mentioned hbr which is fascinating because we've been running uh regular um news updates you know every week through the whole period since since march um trying to share what we see as interesting mostly third-party content but from around the industry from around the world whether it's to do with technology or teams or recruitment uh, and we feature every week, we feature an HBR story uh, around that sort of, uh, whether it's around mental health at work or collaboration or remote remote working, but they're doing really well focusing on, on this whole area. Um, yeah. and like you say, nobody's got a crystal ball, but certainly there will be more adaptability and more flexibility from companies with respect to remote working. Uh, the, the other big one, of course, is travel and 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 mm. how do people interact in a, in a in a trade convention kind of context? Because we've seen a lot of online conventions and trade shows trying to replicate what they've done physically in a virtual world. Some bits work well, some bits actually work better. Uh, one of my clients said that they've got better quality of lead and lead generation in a virtual trade show than they had on a show floor when they may have spent you know, millions of dollars. Yeah. I mean, look, there's, there's definitely pros and cons here. I mean, you know, I've had calls with, with, you know, mainstream customers where now I'm in their living room and connecting with them in ways that I never would have before. On the other hand, your point about, you know, being able to, you know, give someone a hug, say hello, you know, Hey, Richard, how are you? You know, pat you on the back and say, what's going on. And, you know, have that kind of human interaction in another way is kind of lost, you know? So it's, uh, 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. I don't know. I think it's almost too early to I judge. I can slightly already put my finger on situations where you've slightly lost that chemistry of connection you know, with yeah. someone. This is still, however well it works, however slick it is, it's still you know, a little bit one step removed. And, and also, it's a luxury. We can't have it all the time. If you could live with a screen and a, and a camera and a microphone and you could literally project yourself into anyone else's space, maybe we'll get to a point where it does become more intuitive and does create more of that actual personal chemistry, which, which can be the catalyst for, for massive innovation or creativity. But yeah, we'll what kind of, you know, real world advice would you, you know, give to somebody that's either reinventing or turning around or accelerating either themselves or their businesses right now? I, I think there's two things. I think one is know yourself, um, as in be realistic. Be ambitious, but be realistic and know yourself about what you are, what you're not, what you really can achieve, what you how you might perform best. I think there's some interesting tools that have come around in the last few years, and we're looking to get more involved with delivering around this area in, in, in self-assessment, around the sort of psychometric um, exercises, but not so much in terms of um, technical performance or discipline or, or, or delivery, but more in terms of flow, what, what makes somebody really tick. And I think if you, can, if you can invest a little bit of time, and these things aren't expensive, in knowing yourself, in terms of what makes you as a person tick. When are you at best in flow? We all look back and you go, well, I'm good at doing that. I can do spreadsheets. I can talk to people. I can add numbers. I can, but actually some of it we've taught ourselves and some of it is just natural. And, and the music, music is a great example. You, you know, you may be able to play a great samba, but you may not be a, naturally a Latin player. You know, you may have True. taught yourself to do it, but actually you may just be a rock guy. And, 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 uh, the same with, with work and business. Know yourself, invest a little bit of time in assessing your own skills and capabilities and know what you don't know. Know what you're not and, and be willing to admit it and, and hold your hand up and say, that's just not me. You know, I don't enjoy the, the, the routine discipline of, of management or coaching or I don't enjoy crunching numbers. It's just, just not what I do. So first of all, know yourself. And the second thing is, that why thing, you know, whether you're on your own, you're starting out or looking for a new job or whether you're starting a business or whether you're already into a new startup business, just anchor around your purpose and your why. Because if you've got that and you know what it is, you will, you can go as, you can go anywhere. You can do what you, you know, do whatever you want to do if you know why you're doing it and you, you can articulate it. If you're doing it because you think you should or because you're under pressure to do it or you feel it's what you've always said to yourself you should be doing, but really maybe your heart's not in it, it won't work. It won't be successful and you'll be wasting time. So I think know yourself and know your why. Those are the two things. Well, Richard, that's some powerful stuff. Uh, I got to say, this has been a real pleasure catching up with you. And hopefully uh, there's a lot of people out there that will uh, take your advice because it's, it's really some good stuff. Thank you again for joining us. And uh, you're, you're the man, Richard. Be well, brother. Talk to you soon. Thank you. I've enjoyed it. And I wish I could come and play.